Good morning. Uh, just a reminder, the ladies are having a Bunko's night this coming Friday, uh, also with a kitchen shower. If you're interested in it, there's some more details in the back of your bulletin. Our first reading for this All Saints Day is from the seventh chapter of Revelation. After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these, clothed in white robes, and from where have they come? I said to him, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones coming out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will shelter them with his presence. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb in the midst of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will guide them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the third chapter of First John. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we should be called children of God. And so we are. The reason why the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. And what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him as he is. And everyone who thus hopes in him purifies himself as he is pure. This is the word of the Lord. Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain. And when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you 
and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Some Christians strive to have heaven on earth right now. So on Facebook, they will try to paint picture-perfect lives for themselves. To try and have heaven on earth, some Christians will try to make sure the right person is elected into office in the hopes that if they can just do that, everything will be great. Some Christians may expect to always have perfectly healthy bodies and may be shocked when a disease suddenly pops up, as if disease is foreign to our lives. So often a lot of Christians strive for heaven on earth. But then that just doesn't happen. On Facebook, you could try and portray your life as being perfectly perfect. Some people might even be fooled into thinking that. But is that really the case? Elections are right around the corner, so if we get just the right candidate into office, does that mean there will never be war again? Does that mean people will never steal or murder ever again? We should go to our doctors and seek their help for healthy lives. Sometimes, no matter what we try, a cancer could come up out of the blue. A stroke can strike without warning. A heart attack can change our life's plans literally in a heartbeat. A lot of Christians may strive for heaven on earth, but I don't think we should be surprised when our efforts fail. We Christians should never deceive ourselves into thinking this world is heaven on earth. Because this world is not heaven on earth. At least not right now. The Apostle John spoke to us today. He knew this world was no heaven on earth. Remember, John was there when Judas betrayed Jesus. John watched Pontius Pilate declare Jesus guilty even though he knew he was innocent. And John was there when Jesus was crucified. Not really heaven on earth, was it? After Jesus ascended, John saw the church scattered due to persecution. John had to watch the other 11 apostles all get martyred for the faith. Is this world heaven on earth? No, it is not. But will it be? Can it be? Yes. But not by our hands, not by our efforts. Today, the Apostle John wrote a letter to the churches and said something to all of us about this world. John wrote and said this, Beloved, we are God's children now. 
and what we will be has not yet appeared. But we know when Jesus appears, we shall be like him. I have been struck by John's words for many years now, especially when he said, what we will be has not yet appeared. In other words, you are not done. God is not done with you. Not yet. So in other words, all the various heavens on earth that we try to make for ourselves are not the do-all and end-all of this life. Not at all. Not at least from God's perspective. Because when Jesus returns, we will be changed. We will become just like him. Us and all those saints who have gone before us. But for now, what we will be has not yet appeared. So wait for that day. Long for that day. Pray for that day. God has not forgotten about you. God is not finished with you. Not yet. You know, we can try and remake our lives on social media and Facebook. Try to make ourselves happier sounding than we really are. Try to make our lives look more fulfilling than they actually may be. Try to make our kids look better than maybe they are. Our marriages more put together than reality. But we don't have to. We don't have to try and remake ourselves and our own our own image of greatness. Because isn't Jesus Christ planning to do that for you? On the day when he returns, and Jesus will return, he will make you to be just like him. That will be the day of the most perfect remaking you will ever experience. And it won't be by your own hands. It will be by his hands. And on that day, it truly will be heaven on earth. John said, what we will be has not yet appeared. What wonderful words John has left for us. Good for us to remember as we mail in those ballots or stand in line on Tuesday. Let's be honest, no individual, no human being will make this entire world heaven on earth except for Jesus Christ. And I don't see his name on the ballot this November. But that's okay. He doesn't need a ballot. He will return one day. And on the day he returns, every single earthly government will give their authority back to Christ. All authority belongs to him anyways, Jesus just loaned it out to the government for a little bit of time. And on the day he returns, Jesus Christ, the King of all kings and Lord over all lords, will reign supreme over everything and everyone. That's why John said to you today, what we will be has not yet appeared. 
And those words from John are so precious, especially today on All Saints Day. For All Saints Day, we focus on our beloved fellow believers who have gone before us in the faith. And we celebrate what Christ has done for all the saints. Over the years, I've had the privilege of ministering to so many of those saints who are now being ministered to by Jesus Christ himself. And yet, even their souls, even though their souls are in heaven, and they no longer wrestle with death anymore, or the sinful nature anymore, even for them, their lives aren't fully done yet. Christ still has more to do, even for them. You see, there will be a day when Jesus returns, and when he returns, he will raise all of our bodies from the dead. Whether those bodies are in the bottom of an ocean or in a concrete mausoleum, those bodies will be raised, refreshed, and be made to be just like Jesus' glorious body. That's what John said when he wrote, what we will be. Has not yet appeared, but we know when Jesus appears, we shall be like him. Whether the bodies of believers were cremated and rest in an urn, or we buried them in a casket wearing their favorite outfit, all of those believers will be raised, and their bodies refreshed and remade to be just like Jesus' glorified body. We're all waiting. For that wonderful day. Because what we will be has not yet appeared. But one day it will. One day what we will become will appear because Jesus Christ himself will return. Today is a very special day for us in the church. It is so special because only Christians carry around with them the hope of the resurrection that Christ has given to us. Unbelievers don't share that hope with you in the resurrection. You may share a lot of things with unbelievers on social media, but you do not share with them in the greatest of things, such as your hope in the resurrection of the dead. And you may share a lot of things with unbelievers of a political nature, But you don't share with them in the hope of the resurrection. You may share with unbelievers the same illnesses that strike our bodies and our minds. But you share nothing with them when it comes to the hope that Christ has placed inside of you in the resurrection of the dead. Today truly is a wonderful day for us. It is. But today is not a day I would necessarily celebrate with fireworks and picnics. For even though it is a day in which we rejoice, not only for ourselves, but those who have gone before us in the faith, it can also be a day of sadness. Because for those of us who have lost them, we are still reminded we miss them right now. So it's one of those Days for us Christians where there's great joy and also sorrow. But as Paul said, my brothers, we do not grieve as those who have no hope. 
contrary, you can grieve at the greatest of hope. Because as John said, we know our Lord is not done yet. Our Lord Jesus Christ has already done so much for us when he died for all of our sins and his crucifixion. And he has even done greater things for us in rising from the dead to prove that death has been destroyed. But there is more for Christ to do. What we will be has not yet appeared. And what you will be when Jesus does appear is going to be beyond your wildest dreams. You will have a resurrected body. A body just like Jesus' body so that death and disease can never touch it again. You will have a resurrected soul that will never feel the same struggles with our sinful natures like we face every day. Resurrected minds that no longer wrestle with mental illness ever again. This world that we live in will never face war again or famine, or storm, or plague, ever again. Because on the day Jesus returns, all of that will be changed. Until that day comes, he will continue to gather all his saints and birth them through his water of holy baptism. Until that day comes, Jesus will continue to speak to you every day in his word. Till that day comes, Jesus will faithfully feed you with his own body and blood to keep you strong. All of this he will continue to do for you until that day comes when he does return and makes you just like him. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds In Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen.